They set out the seats when I walked down the aisle I promised to wait at the end with a smile And all of our friends say they're staying a while Do you want to get married today? Everyone came, we should put on a show There's a song that'll play and we'll start to dance slow But if I can't dance, will everyone know? Do you want to get married today? Oh, I couldn't love you much more Oh, but I said that before Yo, guys, welcome to Bright Crack. Hello, thanks for having us. Hello, thanks oh, for having us. It is such a pleasure because you are our very first guests joining us from across the seas from New York. So we are <laughs> so, so, so happy to have you on the show today. Well, we're honored to be on. Awesome. Now, I won't spoil too much of, of what you guys do, but we're here to talk about wedding music. Um, so I'm just going to hand over to you guys for a couple of seconds and you can um, share with everybody what you do and just tell them a little bit about yourselves. Well, Selda and I are songwriters by profession. We work with a bunch of different types of artists, uh, co-writing with other writers and with uh, performing artists. We do some stuff in musical theater. We do some pop. We do some country. We do some soul, all kinds of stuff. We spend a lot of time traveling um, between Los Angeles and Nashville and London and, and New York City. And through the years... Inevitably, we've been asked by our friends to write songs for weddings. Once we hit a certain age, our friends started getting married. Yep, cool. So we wrote, you know, for free, just a song here, a song there, and it kind of one thing led to another. And then a friend of a friend wanted a song and offered some money for it. And now uh, it's not it's not all we do. It's it's a piece. I'd say it's about ten percent of what we do sure. as professional songwriters is, you know writing songs, custom songs for people's weddings. Uh, and it's, it's probably my favorite aspect in so many respects of, of what we do. Uh, I'll let Selda explain more about the details of that, but that's how it came to be. Cool. And, uh, through, especially through this quarantine, now we've had a chance since some things were, have been on hold to communicate with more wedding planners and, and wedding industry folks like you. And it's, it's starting to pick up. I think once, once things are lifted, uh, there's going to be a wave of, of new songs because people are getting antsy and looking for ways to get info, you know, or the cool things to do for their weddings when things are in a whole new Absolutely. Yeah. But so do you want to elaborate on our process? And- do you, is that, is that a good place to go like what we what we do in general yeah please like dig in yeah absolutely we basically i mean what it's and this has always been the case it's we whoever it is who wants a song we have some sort of a conversation either over skype or um some when it's been people in new york we just we go out we have a drink and just learn some people are really specific about what they want um some people just know they want a song so we if that's the case we sit down and we just we we hear their story um and 
usually in a in as, as little as like 10 minutes there's like four ideas for songs because nice. you know the person's in love and they're telling you about this person they don't even realize that all these little things that they're saying are great ideas um so then we'll then we'll go away and we'll sort of dabble with with like a hook line or a, or some music stuff and then we check in with whoever it is and just say is this a good path do you like this route um yeah that's basically it Cool. We take a lot of pride in it being a very unique uh, process for each for each person who's requesting the song. It's not like a cookie cutter thing where you you know you fill out a form with sure. your, yeah. the restaurant you had your first date and the name of your dog or whatever, and then we just throw some fun facts in. It's really a a, a conversation trying to get to know the people and and also the types of songs that we're asked to write, like for. Uh, the purposes we're asked to write for vary. So that meaning like it can be a first dance, it can be the perspective of a daughter to a parent, it can be, you know, surprising um, one newlywed, surprising the other, or both of them requesting the thing together. It can be for a processional or a recessional. It can be, um, it can really, be, it can be the best man roasting the groom, reminiscing their college days and calling him out on stuff and him singing it poorly at the party it can be um there was a joke of a of a spoof thing of, of an objection from the from the <laughs> audience right which, which uh there's just it's really anything people can imagine and i think that's really fun I, lo I love that. Um, I love that you've broken out into, into some, what I would consider new territory there, actually, because traditionally a wedding song, people would think, oh, it's for use in the ceremony. But I love the way that you're working in other angles. Um, now, from, from my perspective, really, guys, I've got, I've got to say it. I've got to get it out there that, that when we connected, obviously, I went onto your website to have a look at your work. I pressed play and it was like Cupid shot an arrow straight into the center of my heart. And it was like... I couldn't, I'm really into my music, like really, really into my music. And I heard it and it was just the flood of emotions that I experienced when I, when I heard what you'd written was phenomenal. And it's just stayed with me every single day in the lead up to this chat that we're having today. And I'm play, I'm pressing play on, on all the four samples that you've got on your wedding page. And quite literally, if these songs were in an, on an album, like a collection of songs, it would be one of my favorite albums. It, it's the different styles that you've got on display there, everyone, every single one of them strikes a chord with me. And I'm just, I'm absolutely blown away. Um, you can tell, can't you? That I'm, <laughs> I'm rambling a little bit about how into Thank it you. I am. But it's that seriously, means, seriously, means... seriously, absolutely top, top class work. And that I, means I, a lot to Selda and me. Thank I you. Was, I would go so far as to say that seriously, guys, they are some of the best wedding songs I have ever heard. And that's, everything considered you know if 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 i had a fraction of one of those songs at my wedding i would have, i would have loved it um i'm really really gutted that we didn't know you guys a few years ago well um, when you renew your vows <laughs> the, the vow renewal exactly, exactly. that's a new that's a, a concept for a song which we have yet to write that's true. so i'm sure that's inevitable if we keep oh, pursuing I'll be, this. I'll be your guinea pig <laughs> any day of the week um so yeah so i i am um, probably quite unusual in the fact that i tried to write a song um for our wedding uh, and it worked um it was okay but it was sort of never really sort of finished it was it was me trying to scramble towards putting something together that would work and it never really got finished and i think now brides and grooms um couples are really really 
into the idea of making every aspect of their wedding bespoke. They're really drilling into kind of the different options. And I think bespoke wedding songs, it's, it's something on the rise. And I think it's such a beautiful thing because you can put so much energy and passion and like, you know, actual words, the lyrics, they mean something to the couple. And like you say, it's part of your process. It's having a chat and getting those stories and, and creating something that does resonate with people. And I think the effect on the wedding day you know, is absolutely phenomenal because they're hearing something that's about the couple, not just a song that they know. Yeah. Um, sure. But the thing that's immediately, that's immediately accessible about your work is you feel like you already know it. Like you press play and it's a song you know and because it, it speaks to you. Well, thank you. We, we write the kind of music that we like to listen to. Nice. And we, I don't know, we don't, we don't always try and reinvent the wheel. We try to take things that are familiar and do our own spin on them, which is why a lot of what we do is, is popular music songwriting. But, we're, but you know, we can do all kinds of you know esoteric stuff, and and that can be fun. But I just listen. I mean, I, I'm the music side of things mostly, and so does the word side. And I just, I just have fun and look for things that I would want to hear, and. I think that's what makes things familiar. The tone, like the sound, immediately, like if I had to, if I had to sort of spin my finger and say, where are these guys from? I actually would have said New York City. Um, I don't know. Do you guys know the bands? They might be giants, uh, Fountains yeah. of Wayne. You know those guys? Yeah, yeah. of course. That it, it kind of strikes a chord with me. I know, I know you got they're not as tongue as cheek in tongue and cheek as sort of they might be giants, um, and maybe Fountains of Wayne on some songs, but there is something there, there's a sound that's kind of familiar. Um, and I think especially it's it lends itself so well to weddings. Um, and something that kind of occurred to me, uh, when I was listening to your work is actually because I come from a background of filming weddings. And there was always a licensing issue with music, um, always difficult. And in the end, we just kind of went royalty free because, it, you know, we had to show our work publicly and there was no way around the licensing issues that was particularly affordable. But having like a song written, I guess, do the couple own the copyright? We own the copyright, but they can use it in anything. So it's, like copy, it's would... copyright released then for, for them yeah. to use. Hmm. Oh, absolutely. Nice. Yeah. Because... What a great like track to use for your wedding highlights or something. It's yeah. just, and then it makes it even more special. And if something more uh, complex were to come up, like an artist wanted to record it and then there were other legal details, then we would just be very candid and have a conversation with the couple. And then they could either say, um, you know, they, it's, we, we try to be just very open and just see where it goes. Because if someone really big wants to do it mm. and then they don't want the couple performing it at various things or using it, then, then that's probably a good problem to have. <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> Absolutely. So, um, yeah, I guess the magic of, of kind of where we are today and, and even what we're doing here today is that we're no longer limited to kind of geography, are we? And I guess yeah. I'm somebody that I, I spent a lot of time in the States um, in my teens. And um, I think... To a certain extent, I've kind of maintained some of the the sort of sensibilities of America. Like I, I'm sort of I do have that in my in my system, um, and I love you know kind of like American music, and I'm always sort of attracted to it. There's a couple of English bands that I really really like as well, but generally there's a sound that comes across from America. I love it, and um, 
brides and grooms now, because we have the power of the internet, and I think your service in particular, because it is what it is, we have the technology that if somebody wants a song written, you know, with American sensibility, then they can reach out to you guys. And that's now yeah. possible, which is fantastic. Um, I love the fact that those barriers are down. So have yeah. you had anybody from any other countries get in touch yet? Or is that yet to happen? Uh, we, we're talking with people from a lot of different places. And through our, our other general music career, we deal with, with people all around the world. So uh, we have experience with that. But the, especially the, the, the state of the world now, um, unfortunately, but uh, with people leaning into Zoom and Skype more, I think that's accelerating some of this uh, conversation. But uh, there are a few places we're talking with now about doing material for wedding stuff. Italy sort of specifically. Yeah. Well, I'm conditioned to not share information before it's, before it's uh, solidified <laughs> yeah. because we always try and tell all, the, all the, the, the couples and people wanting the songs that we'll keep it private and stuff because they all have like, it's always a secret. So sure. I'm, like, <laughs> I'm wired to not tell you about like Australia is one and I mean Hawaii, which is part of the United States, but that came up couple if to us it feels like a different country <laughs> came up uh, last week and and uh i think that oh italy now we're working with a wedding planner in italy and i have a good friend there so there's a whole a whole market there that i think we're going to be dealing with and i have a, a musical i wrote uh that's going to have a production in bologna so there's i have i have things happening there so cool cool and i take it i mean we haven't really discussed it but i take it you guys will play or perform um the song we will. We, it can be done several different ways. When someone uh, comes to us for a song, they get a recording mm -hmm. that they can keep. They can use that at the wedding. Uh, there'll be a singer of some cachet on the recording, like someone who's either on Broadway or on a TV show or has maybe been on a singing reality show like American Idol or The Voice. So someone, someone cool and also fantastic. And then we'll also supply the instrumental track without that voice so that they can sing it with a singer or whatever right, cool. on their own. And we provide sheet music so the band can play it or anybody else can play the song and they can have a local singer show up and do it. And then for even more, uh, if the accommodations make sense and or the, uh, you know, helping us get there and such, and depending how far it is, so then I will come and play the song. And for even more, if the people are feeling really fancy, then we'll come and we'll bring a famous singer to do it at the wedding. So there's different tiers, basically, or different. I don't like to think of it as tiers, like there's this package and this package. Sure, and this package. there's different it's not options. Formal. It's just a conversation. It's, hey, can you bring, you know, Gabe Violet from The Voice to come, to come sing the song? It's like, well, let's see if he's free. Let's see, you know, how much... How much he's giving up to come and he's a cool guy and he'll probably come i like it because what, what i'm thinking is there's there's quite a few kind of english people that elope to new york city for their wedding you know so if they if they got in touch with you guys you you know you could perform at an elopement ceremony technically absolutely absolutely, absolutely. awesome yep. so i mean Zelda lyric wise then um 
you know, something else that really, really resonated with me was just how good these lyrics are. And I'm listening, I'm listening to it as it goes along. And I'm like, my brain's sort of filling in the types of words that I would sort of insert, you know, at the end of a phrase or a sentence. And, and then that word comes out. So it's like, oh, wow, because I've connected with it. I'm connected with the way you write words. So, you know, based on those chats, how, what's your writing process? Where do you get the inspiration from and how do you make it so good? Thank, thank you very I'm very bad at compliments. So I'm like, oh, come on, stop. Yeah, it's, like, it's true. Um, so, I mean, it's, it's very, I, I think that in the same way, it feels like you're adapting like a story almost because you're hearing it's so much easier to write somebody else, it, somebody else's story because okay. the emotion is behind it's it's like so like with musical theater sometimes you write a, a, a musical or a song based on a novel or a movie yep. <clears throat> which is obviously so much easier because the the material is already there all you're really right. doing is adapting something that already exists and with these you get to sort of pick the parts you like the most and 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 just and i i i lean towards um, I love cheesy songs. Like I, I, I grew up on power ballads from the like the eighties and nineties. Nice, just nice. Like, got my vote journey. Now. Yeah. So like I, it's like it's like I just grew up with that kind of music, and I loved those like epic love songs. Which I, so I actually lean against that now as I as as an adult because I don't want to be cheesy. So I think I like balance. Like how do you say something that you know will mean something to somebody? without being uh, hyperbolically uh, uh, saccharine, you know? Um, but it's really just, this, you know, people are in love, and it's just so easy to take what they like about somebody. Uh, I would imagine it's similar to being an actor. I get to pretend that that's the person I love, you know? And, right, okay. And right? also in the conversation that we have, we just had one uh, two days ago with this uh, woman in in Atlanta, where's oh, Florida? Was Florida, Florida, Sarasota, and she is going to surprise her her uh, girlfriend with a with a song, Beyonce and Beyonce, and the conversation had so many like great buzzwords and sentences. And there's a gentleman named Foster who works with us was uh, doing a lot of administrative work, and he was just taking notes. And I was whispering, like, write that down, get that whole sentence. And she's not, a, this woman is not a songwriter, mm. uh, but she's full of gold. Well, she right. was, she was an interesting thing because she was like, I don't know what to share. And then she just started talking and I was like, all of that. <laughs> and there's, there was, there was a, 10 songs in what she said over the course of, of 15 minutes. And Selma has so much to start with and details and say, she thinks that she just, the way she described what the what her her partner does for her to be able to be the best version of herself and move move through some very very troubling times and uh, and uh, adversity and there's just so much there and hearing her describe it in her own words gives you obvious material to start with titles words that can be in the, in in a verse it's just so rich. Can I say something so philosophical? I have a philosophical yeah, thought. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think that we we know what the most interesting parts of ourselves are. 
it's so it's much like she didn't realize that these these stories that were just her stories because she lived it and because it's she's probably retold that story 50 times it just doesn't seem that interesting right it's commonplace yeah 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 but it's really it's all of it's fascinating and i think that like i think that it, i think that's true of everything we don't we're not the judges of what's interesting about us other people are the judges of what's interesting about us I don't know, judging isn't the right word. That sounded harsh, but like we're uh, the arbiter. Appreci- appreciating? Yes, yeah. <laughs> cool. I, I, wanna, I actually want to talk very specifically about that, actually, because um, your song sample you've got uh, from the song I've Said That Before. Mm-hmm. Um, when I heard that, um, it immediately, when I heard the lyrics, it was... I'll rewind a little bit, actually. There's a bit of framing I want to do. When, mm-hmm. when I write my own personal songs... I try to be philosophical. I try to suggest things that would mean different things to different people, depending on who they were and their life experiences and how, you know, how they perceive those. So I, I, like, to, I like to be a little bit obtuse. Um, and in, in that song in particular, I heard a story. And I think that that was, that was magical because immediately it started conjuring up the, the image of what was happening. Um, and it reminded me of a wedding that we filmed in Bath, actually, um, of all things. I don't know. The, the song just resonated with me, with me. I was taken back to that place. I saw the room unfolding. And it was amazing. It was like a story. It was like I was watching a film inside my mind. So the words, the lyrics that you write, obviously, are incredibly evocative. Thank you very much. Pleasure. We don't do well with compliments. <laughs> Sorry, you're going to get a lot from me, guys. It's like, there's no, there's no, there's no avoiding it. This is a few like, years ago, I learned to stop trying to talk people out of the compliments because they belong to the person giving them as much as they belong to the recipient, which I think is it. Someone said, stop doing that. Don't take away my compliments. So I, uh, I'm I have getting a, better. But we never are totally comfortable with, with hearing I, I have, what I have a massive problem when I meet like my favorite bands and stuff. and <laughs> I go into meltdown mode. Um, the, last, the last band, do you guys know, have you heard of Poets of the Fall? No, Finnish I don't band. think so. Finnish band. You probably should check them out because they are fantastic. Amazing. Poets um, of the Fall. Poets of the Fall. Absolutely. I'm going to write this. I'm not texting. I'm, I am. I'm texting myself. I'm texting them. <laughs> You've got them on speed <laughs> dial. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we've seen them a couple of times. And um, the first time we saw them, they were incredibly generous. And, um, you know, so they had like a pre-show meeting and we got to talk to them all and... And the second show, it was a little bit more locked down and we had to sort of greet them at a table. And I was the only person that went that took the album cover because they were doing a signing. And the idea was that they gave you this card and, you know, they'd all, they'd all sign this card. And I took my, my, my CD sleeve and I was like, guys, can you please sign my CD sleeve? And they were like, yeah. And, and they were really kind of impressed, I think, by the level of fanboyness that I applied you know, in that moment. Um, yeah, so uh, sorry. I, yeah, I always give out compliments because I have these mini meltdowns about it. I'm very, very oh. passionate about the things I like. What can I say? You should, um, and everyone should be. So I also want to talk about the fourth song that you've got, actually, Repeat, which came across it, it as a totally different vibe. Is it, was it designed as a, a first dance song or a dance song? Where did the inspiration for that one come from? That was a first, that was, so that ended up being a much more involved song. We had a friend in LA that was getting married. Um, and we, we actually ended up, cause it's got like a full production on it, which mm. is, you know, it's a much more complicated thing to do than just a, a piano vocal. Um, but we, it, yeah, he used it as a, as a first dance song and we were just, 
he didn't want he didn't want a cheesy song and it's sort of what he actually said was I kind of want something that feels like a high school which I guess is cheesy but a high school like a song you would sing at high school with your first crush okay yep and we're like I can do that I know I remember high school I'm not that old <laughs> um, yeah but well. as far as the production I mean we happen to be some of that was a result of where we were and who we were around when that happened. So there's a, a wonderful producer in Los Angeles named Mark Myers, and we were working with him on some other material for unrelated to wedding stuff. And we popped in and spent two hours with him and, and built some of that track. And we, we were away from our equipment as we were traveling and stuff. So a lot of it is can be, you know, dictated by by what else is happening in our lives and careers. And some of this stuff can be pulled in different directions because we happen to be at a recording studio. That's in his, in his sweet spot to do some of that stuff. And we did that very quickly. Um, we're, we like variety and we like to give people one, what they want based on our conversations. And like Zelda said, we check in with them with a draft before we finish it. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, maybe pulling them out of what they exactly we're envisioning because that's what we you know that's what we do we're, so we can surprise someone so if we make it surprising it's like oh i didn't expect that, that that that's amazing that's that's even more interesting than i was thinking but at the same time making sure we're following their their vision cool so, so production production and musical arrangement is a great way to do that because they may not expect to have an accordion on a song or you know, if we have a, a flautist over for some other session and, you know, we have extra time and we give give him or her a couple glasses of wine and say, hey, let's let's lay down a thing. And then they'll say, nice. oh, my goodness, you're doing this for a wedding? Oh, my goodness. Yeah, give me two glasses of wine <laughs> and, and, and I'll play it. And we get some Broadway, you know, musician coming in who's who just lay down 45 seconds of music for I mean, it is what it is. That's you're welcome to our world. You're you're stepping into our world as what we do with our songwriting career and we're kind of pumping it through our through our regular system and seeing what comes out off the bat that feels incredibly generous uh, that's like um you know that's an obvious passion for what you do and what you provide well it's it's a cool moment to capture when people are this is gonna sound cheesy like they're in love presumably or <laughs> you know I don't know, but maybe also, exchanging like livestock or whatever happened a long time ago. But whatever it is to be married, it's um, it's it's such a cool moment that it everybody it pulls on everybody's heartstrings, including ours. So, it, writing songs professionally can be a little bit cold and cut and dry at times. Not much of it is not, but sometimes it is. But with this, from our experience thus far, it's it's every. Everybody is so excited to be part of such a personal and powerful moment for people. Sorry, I saw that I cut you off. No, I mean, I was just going to say a simpler version of that, which is we like writing songs. Like, it's fun. Like, it's the, I think we're lucky that we get to do it. And um, the, so we, we're, we surround ourselves with a lot of other people that like making music that are good. And if you've been, I would hate to, to give somebody something that, I wasn't sure if, if I liked it. So like, right. it's a big thing. It's like, oh, we have to get excited about the song. And when you're excited about the song, whoever's in the room is like, oh, cool. That sounds like so much fun. I'll totally put a violin on that. 
Otherwise, it would be. I think it would come across. It would come across as a cold song or something. I don't know. That was verbose, I guess. Yeah, I think. I love the idea. It, it, it feels like the, the my interpretation of what you're saying is it feels like it. The project is alive. It's not a like I think you said at the beginning. It's not a cookie, uh, cookie cutter job. It's it's right. something that you really take to heart. So yeah, sort of based on that principle, then what are the steps? I'm a bride or a groom. I, I've just pressed play and I'm like, whoa, these amazing songs. They get in touch with you guys. What does the process look like from their point of view? How I mean, you have that chat with them. Is that is that sort of where it starts? Yeah, we, we talk about what they what it is they're looking for because everyone's looking for, for something else. And then um and then once we know that's like a that's a that's just a logistics call. That's like let's just figure out if, if you want this service and um we decide what it is. Um and then we set up another call that's just a just a getting to know them and getting to know um the couple and then in terms of timeline it's really Usually we've never been, we've never had a necessity to write a song quickly. Cause usually if somebody knows um, that they want a song, they know months ahead of time, but we could do it. We always say, yeah, we could definitely do it in a week or right. I guess less we, if we needed to. We could to. do it in a, in a, in a day. It's not ideal. No and ideal. also it, it, it doesn't um, give them the process right. to digest stuff. But if someone is eloping and calls us and says, I just found out about this, I want a song tomorrow morning. You can do it. City <laughs> Fantastic. Hall. I mean, that's in our regular songwriting career, things happen quickly. Awesome. Uh, yeah, so guys, I believe you've brought like an inspiration that you'd like to share with us. I think you've got one each, if I'm not mistaken. Well, well mine is not a real one. So we were talking about what our inspiration was. And I said, he goes, well, what do you want us? What do you, what, do you, what inspires you? And I said, the dog and he said you can't say the dog that's too basic As i wake her up so that she can be on the uh, thing she's growling she's, <laughs> she's uh, very but sweet. that I, she's my favorite thing right now and also she's good she's good quarantine buddy absolutely uh, but derek said that was basic but that's what mine is and he has a more involved uh, evolved one i mean i just a few minutes before we started with you i had to scramble but i'm very drawn to kind of self-help books you should call them self-bettering books yeah that's better self-bettering books so things about efficiency and like scheduling and how you know habits of uh successful people and the most uh, productive people and the most positive people and i just uh i just love that stuff i just started a book called own the day by a author and entrepreneur named aubrey marcus Hey, yeah, I've read you, it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, awesome. Book. And I think it's it's really cool. And, and as I've already been tiptoeing into that concept uh, without knowing before I, before he he put it all into such. Derek now puts butter in his coffee. Yeah, now I, I put butter in my <laughs> coffee after. Have you tried the breakfast cocktail? Uh, yes. Yeah, I have all the stuff. Oh, that's there. what that stuff is. Yeah, I do it oh. every morning. It's great. That's amazing. Uh, but <laughs> but to to those listening who who aren't familiar with this, it's basically just about you know you're trying to make these changes or or make these improvements in your life. But if you can master one day, that is then that'll lead to momentum to the next. So you you, know, you say like I'm going to go to the gym every day and I'm going to do this every day. I'm going to do this. Well, just look at one day. And from the moment you wake up, and it doesn't mean it has to be perfect and there can't be mistakes and flaws because that's part of 
of life, but, but really trying to hit your marks throughout the day. And, and when I do that, um, it is unbelievable what kind of progress it makes. And, and you, but, but as soon as you, as soon as you fall off of, of that, you just have to treat the next day as, as one, as one perfect version of, of what you want. That was one of the big concepts for me, actually, Derek, because it was saying that you don't have to be perfect all the time. You just aspire, you just aspire to the most perfect uh, day. Sure. And if you mess up, just reset. Try again tomorrow. Have another go. And also, what is what is messing up? I mean, messing up is a lot of gray area. I was telling you before the before the official podcast started, but since things are closed down here in New York. Uh, the, some of the restaurants are open to just come to the window and, and they'll serve you and you're on the sidewalk, which normally we, I was, I'm, I'm fond of my times in London because I see all the businessmen drinking beer out on the street outside the pubs. And I think that's like such a majestic, cool sight and we don't do that here. But, but now in this quarantine there, you are allowed to drink on the sidewalk, uh, hovering outside, uh, lingering outside the, the restaurant or the bar. And yesterday, Selda and I and, and this gentleman Foster who works with us uh, were walking by one of our favorite bars named American Retro. And we stopped and I had three beers on the sidewalk <laughs> and in the middle of the afternoon. And it was a very magical moment that brought us to life. And it is not part of my owning the day typically to, to drink three beers at two in the afternoon. And right. it definitely results in certain things not going as well as they could because my some of my practice schedule got thrown off in the evening but my music you know some of my piano work but it is it was a great moment and it was good soul food today it was and i'm not going to do that today uh but it when it happened it was great so it kind of that was a part of owning yesterday uh if i if i think of it that way so, I mean, the, the reason, guys, that, that we ask for these inspirations, actually, is because quite often I find that you can tie them straight back to weddings. And I, I love the fact, Zelda, you know, your inspiration is kind of your chum, your, your buddy. And yeah. when you're planning a wedding, you need buddies. You know, you need yeah. to put your some of your affection and your time and, and, and even stress relief into, into having other people yeah. around and other animals, especially. And I mean, Derek, you know, you've nailed it as well, because I think planning a wedding is a, is in most people's minds, the, the sort of the pursuit of perfection. They're trying to create this amazing day. And like you said, it's the, the knowledge and the understanding. It's all in books. It's all mm -hmm. in books. I mean, you just, you know, so in, in the run up to your wedding, it's the perfect time to start studying some other people's kind of thought processes and ideas and channeling all that energy. And that's why we ask, because it's always, it's always on point. Always. Very cool. Cool, well, guys. Listen, it's been absolutely amazing um, to chat to you today. I've really, really enjoyed myself. Um, I've actually learned a lot. Um, so, you know, thank you so much for for sharing your passion with us and, and sparing the time to talk to everybody. Thank well, you for having. Us. Thank you for having us. That's when we're in in, uh, in England next time, hopefully, maybe we can meet up face to face. And yeah, we're going to have one of those beers on the street. We'll do it. <laughs> yeah. I think that'd be fun. All the rage in Yorkshire as well. So, yeah, absolutely. <laughs> And when, if we're over in New York, we'll uh, maybe call in for a coffee or something. Please, please do. Maybe I'll even help you out with a song. Yeah. I'll <laughs> have a go. <laughs> cool, Actually, guys. That's one last thing. Yeah, you, we also can co-write a song with someone. So if someone wants to write the song, but that's not, I mean, you're, you're a songwriter in your own right. But, but if someone's not a professional songwriter, we can, you know, be some, some guardrails and, and, and offer someone a chance to express themselves and their thoughts 
and their love through song for for whoever they want. Yep, I think you bang on. I think as a, as a closing comment, then I think if someone is a is a poet, you know, they can mm-hmm. they can they can hire someone like you guys to to take that to the next level, really, and and create something new from it. Yes, absolutely. Nice. Well, guys, thanks again. I really, really appreciate it. Thank you so much for sparing the time. And uh, yeah, who knows? Maybe we'll get the chance to do it again, uh, you know, in the near future and catch up with you guys and see what you're up to. Absolutely. We'd love to. Awesome. All right. Thanks again. Bye for now. Peace.